program, and we welcome the fourth member of our team, Stretch, the fourth member of our team from uh, WFAA Channel 8 is Joe Trahan, and, and we welcome Joe to the program. Joe, let's talk about the Rangers before we talk about the Cowboys. Did the Rangers hire a general manager just to get Stretch to quit talking about John Daniels? <laughs> Oh, my goodness, did they ever. They had to take a little bit of heat off of J.D. because his coach was talking a whole lot about J.D. not getting it done. I'll tell you what, though, one thing about Chris Young, this guy's uniquely qualified. You talk about a guy with 13 years of major league experience, Princeton educated, so he gets the analytics. He, he can understand players on that level. And, you guys, he is renowned for being uh, kind of a great people motivator. And he's, that was one of the things he said today. He said, you know, the best commodity he has is people, and he's got to maximize those people. Now, the problem is they don't have enough people to win yet. 2020, admittedly, by the owner, will be a rebuilding year. So we'll have to fight through that. Good news for Chris, though. He will have a honeymoon period because they don't have enough talent to win now. Hey, hey Joe, real quick on, on the Chris Young thing in a serious question. What will – how will this? How how will the dynamics of this work? With John Daniels still there, and and, and still his boss, and, and overseeing the entire operation, are they? They're not just going to turn baseball loose to Chris, are they? No, not at all. I think it's more like a, a plan of secession, if you will. Right? I think they're going to be collaborative to start with. They're going to work together. Um, Chris Young will have plenty of time to, to learn the processes, learn how they do things in that Rangers organization, and it will, you know, very gently be turned over to him. In essence, they will be co-GMs this year, but, but Chris Young is really good with the analytics, and, and Ray Davis said it today. They spent a lot of money in terms of analytics, R&D, and they want to make sure that they utilize that the best way possible. And he made it sound like it was too much information for one person to try and completely digest and get out to the entire team. So now you will have two guys who can do it uh, with Chris Young in particular uh, being able to focus on it. Sounds like it sounds like Jason Garrett. If, if Princeton educated, isn't that what they the Cowboys just moved on from? <laughs> yeah, but coach, I think you would admit there's a difference between a GM and a head coach. So uh, I, there, you know, no, I, 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 I certainly would different. admit that. Let me ask you this, Joe. Now, it, John Daniels, he's going to move in uh, to the role that Nolan Ryan had. Is that kind of what the, the the underlying tone is? So, J.D. has been GM and president of baseball operations. He will retain the title of president of baseball operations. So, he basically has the final say-so. But when you think about what the GM does with those everyday activities, he and Chris Young will be in, be doing that kind of stuff together with still, like I said, uh, J.D. having the final say-so. So, you and can I still – you know, you can still yell at him if you want, Coach. Well, that's what still, I'm saying. You know, no, the, the no, but that's what him. I'm saying. I mean, is he gonna is he gonna go into the role that that Nolan Ryan had with the Rangers? No, no. And uh, Tim Kalishar gave him grief, asking him if he was going to start selling beef today and work on his Texas drawl, uh, and he said no. So no, he's not going to be in that sort of role just yet. Because I think you would agree, Coach, that Nolan didn't have the final say so. Right, uh, JD will. Right, but but I guess what I'm saying more than that is uh, John Daniels couldn't put on a pair of Nolan Ryan's boots if he grow his toenails out for a year. He wouldn't fit into them. There ain't no way he'd even fit into that. So how do you really you, feel? 
I mean, I don't know if I get that vibe. <laughs> Let's switch gears and get on to something going a direction other than John Davis. And let me ask you this, Joe. I, I'm watching the Washington football team play in Pittsburgh here, and they've got Washington has 15 yards rushing and 71 yards passing uh, against Pittsburgh. Is, is this the same team that lined up against the Cowboys a few weeks ago? Yeah, sure it is. Sure it is. The Pittsburgh Steelers are not the worst-ranked defense against the run. You know better than me. Once you get the run game going, everything else comes easily. And that's what happened, you know, with Washington against the Cowboys once they were able to get that run game going. And, you know, so um, it's interesting, though. One thing I will say watching this game, Coach, for, for years to come now, and we'll see if it's three, four, five years, the Cowboys are going to have trouble with that defensive line. They're young, they're hungry, and they have been causing problems uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, and I, I, I'm I'm seeing the same thing, and you're exactly right. I mean, we've talked about Deron Payne. We've talked about we've talked about yeah, the, the kid they drafted Chase Young. State. Yeah, I yeah, mean those yeah, those boys are they're going to be around for a while. And they're going to be a headache for yeah. whoever is you know Mike McCarthy and that whole crew. No question. I saw where the uh, the Cowboys now today put Zach Martin on the IR, Donovan Wilson out. Anthony Brown looks like he's going to be out. Uh, have you seen any of the I, – I feel like I'm going to need a flip card tomorrow night to watch this game because I, maybe they're going to be putting a bunch of guys out on the field that I've never even heard of. Are, are the Cowboys kind of tipping their hand at all as to who they may play as the nickel or the dime guy in this game uh, tomorrow night against Baltimore? No. I mean, I, I think, Coach, they're just being very – uh, judicious and cautious in terms of not putting guys out there any sooner than they would need to. And thereby, you know, we talked about whether or not to tank or not to tank. I mean, they can do it organically, right? But, but, but by the way, injuries have riddled this team. And you're right. I mean, if, if, if they take their time with uh, getting Anthony Brown back, you know, that, that, that secondary is so bereft of talent that there just aren't going to be enough guys out there to stop anybody. And they'll just lose that way. Talking well, with Joe this, Trey, and, and, and I was, I was just going to ask just kind of a blunt question. With where this team is right now, give me a reason to watch it. Okay, so well, after, actually, Tom, that might be the best question I've heard all week. Um, other than the fact that um, you, you've got to see, you know, the sort of mentality that Mike McCarthy is going to engender in his team, right? Their backs are against the wall. Um, they don't have a whole lot to play for. They, you can keep talking about the division, but they really don't have a whole lot to play for. But uh, Mike McCarthy isn't going anywhere. So I want to see how he relates to this group of players and how motivated he can make them in the worst of situations. And, and that's what I'll be looking at. And that's kind of a – umbrella kind of overall thing but i do think it is important moving forward uh to see what this team can and and will be next season and, and, and as far as and i know that there's a gob of injuries but for some of the guys that are playing are they are they auditioning wow that's a great question because I, I i think most of the guys in that secondary they've seen enough tom I mean, they know they they know what Jordan Lewis is. They know what Chidobe Wujie is. They know what those guys are. You know, um, Xavier Woods, the safety. So, in terms of auditioning, I, I don't I don't think so, right? Um, 
the offensive line, if there's any auditioning going on, it's for deep depth and nothing more because there's so many guys who are injured. Um, offensively, you, you, you know who your, your mainstays are going to be offensively. Um, Dalton Schultz has already probably had one of the better auditions all season, stepping up at that tight end position, you know, knowing that he'll be the guy behind Blake Jarwin. Um, but when you look at the rest of those skill positions, I mean, those are all kind of laid out. We know who's who. So, I mean, wow. There actually isn't a whole lot of auditioning going on. You know, on the defensive line, there are a couple of young players who we've seen play well, but you got guys who are injured there too who are going to come back. So, you're right, Tom. Like, like I said, your question before is really – that's a really good question. Why should we watch? There, there isn't a whole lot going on. <laughs> Other than it's Tuesday night. <laughs> exactly. Unprecedented first ever Tuesday night. Yeah, but that, that's just 2020. Hey, Joe, thanks so much. We appreciate it, and, uh, and we, uh, we wish you the very best. And uh, if we don't talk to you before, have a Merry Christmas. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Y'all take care.